You're listening to the Weekend Sport Podcast with Jason Pine from Newstalk ZB. The Cooks Classic Track and Field Meet is on at Cooks Gardens in Whanganui today. Our top men's high jumper, Hamish Kerr, one of the star attractions. Here's Hamish Kerr now. 2.33, first attempt. Oh, boom, over he goes. Makes it look easy. Makes it look easy as Kerr. The three previous heights, he's had to clear in the first second attempt. So that from the Kiwi is superb. And uh, he, with that, stays right in the mix. Hamish Kerr has always done well at this event. In three successive years from 2020, he set stadium records and came close to doing it again last year. He's back again in 2024 and joins us. Uh, what is it about this event you like so much? Um, yeah, it's a funny one, isn't it? I, I think that um, Whanganui has... A- it has such an amazing um, track and field history. Obviously, Peter Snell's broken world records at Cook's Garden. So I feel like, you know, there's a really good track, but there's also, um, you know, a good support base here for athletics. So, yeah, we love coming here. We love competing here. And, and it's just a great place to, to do what we do best. Is everything you're doing basically from now on aimed at the Olympic high jump final on the 10th of August? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um, you know, we we generally plan for what the big meet is for the year, and this year, uh, that big meet is the Olympics. So, yeah, no, nah, we're we're all kind of focused on that at the moment, and um, every comp we do between now and then, you know, has a purpose in that lead up towards that big one. In that regard, then, what does twenty twenty four look like between now and then for you as you as you chart your path? Um, there's a mixture of, of competitions where we'll be looking at trying to execute technical cues um, and then there'll be a mixture of competitions where we'll be trying to mix mix it up with the big boys so for me I've got a couple of local comps so I've just um, done two local comps one in uh, Timaru and one in um, Taranaki uh, just over this week and then Whanganui or Whanganui and then uh, then we go to World Indoors so that kind of fits more into the mixing with the big boy category uh, then back for Nationals and then over for Diamond Leagues and then on to Europe for various mates in the build-up for, for the Olympics. Outstanding. So as you chart your progress towards Paris, are there metrics you use other than just the heights you're clearing? Um, yeah, yeah, there definitely are. I mean, you know, we're tracking we're tracking volume in the gym and intensity in the gym, so, you know, whether that be a maximum weight or a, a sort of a flight time in the air that, that I'm achieving on a, on a drop jump or something like that. And I think that, you know, all those metrics collectively paint a picture and so I think we're still trying to work out what that picture you know paints explicitly but at the same time those metrics are changing and, and there's some cool things that are happening so yeah it's, it's an exciting time but you know, it, it, you know essentially um, at the end of the day uh, the metric that really counts is, is how high you're jumping over the bar. Of course, of course. Um, 2023, uh, I know you and I have already spoken about this, but I just want to reflect on a couple of things. Um, starting with the world champs in Budapest, things didn't go your way. Uh, well, let's get that, this out of the way first. They, they, they say you win or you learn. So so what did you learn that day? Um, I think that I, you know, like you said, it was a great lesson. Um, I think that we were quite complacent going in there in terms of, in terms of the work that I had actually done in the lead-up, I think that we, you know, we've developed some world-class processes, but I think that I'll be the first to put my hand up and say I probably didn't execute them and I wasn't living them, um, you know, as fully as I should have uh, in the lead-up to there. I think that we had a good run of comps, but we probably didn't execute what the purpose of each of those comps were leading into that um, that championship. And I don't think we really put myself in a position where... 
I was experiencing true pressure. I think that I was almost spoiled by the amount of high level competition I was doing. You know, I was I went to almost every Diamond League last year, and I I had you know some amazing experiences with those guys. But I think that you know when you're in that environment day in day out, you kind of almost get used to it. And I think that what happened at World Champs was a really good reminder to me that you can't have a bad day and you can't take an easy day uh, in that environment. You have to be you know full gas. You have to be fully fully focused the whole time and, and, and that was something that I've really tried to challenge myself to do just to be better and to absolutely get to the nth degree in everything that I do uh, leading into this next major campaign. I remember you also said something along the lines of you started to focus on outcomes rather than on processes. Um, I think once you'd missed a, a certain height you thought well shivers if I miss this again I'm really going to be in trouble. How hard is it to focus on on process rather than on outcome? I think it depends on whether you you buy into that process. I think that's that's sort of the art of it, really, isn't it? It's it's trying to take a, a technical cue or a, something that you're trying to work on and and really understand what the outcome or you know what it looks like when you do it successfully, and then never take no for an answer in terms of whether you achieve that or not. And I think that's something that we've been doing really well this year. Is you know, the couple of comps I've done already this season we've had really clear outcomes in terms of the technical cues I'm trying to execute and so for me it's like it's a real personal challenge of going how well can I do that cue rather than what the height is or, or you know what the, the final clearance of the, the bar is it's going did I do that cue correctly and if I did then that's awesome and I succeeded in that comp regardless of what height was or if I didn't do it then you know we need to go back to the drawing board and, and get better regardless of what height is. Have you got better at, at focusing on those cues? Um, I mean, it's early days in the season, and I think at the moment, um, yes, I definitely have. Uh, but at the same time, it's it's pretty easy in New Zealand because obviously, you know, I am competing against myself essentially. So it's it's a nice kind of sterile environment to be able to um, to apply all these things. But you know, we won't we won't fully know until I get over there, and there's actually guys jumping the same height as me when. You know, that's usually when that, that kind of um, outcome focus starts to creep in. So, yeah, like I said, we've been doing some awesome work and, and I truly believe that it will be there, but you never quite know until you get there. Of course. Uh, just back to 2023, after Budapest, um, I know you didn't want to go, but you did. You went to Zurich. Um, as much to, to, to jump for the final time with an old mate of yours, more than anything, but jumped an yep. outdoor PB of 2.33, second in the Diamond League event over there. When you look back on that and reflect on it, how key was that in helping you put the, the world champs behind you and, and actually remember that you're a pretty good high jumper? Oh, it was it was awesome. I think, um, you know, there's so many elements that go towards a great jump. You know, physical ability and, and kind of mental fortitude are the two that, that's sort of the most important, I suppose. And it proved to me that my physical ability was there. Um, it's just obviously I had, a, you know, like I said, I, I can't knock the ball a little bit at the world champs. So... Yeah, it was it was great, but also you know when we come to planning this year, it actually helped a lot because it was my Olympic qualifier. Um, so I think if I you know if I'd thrown in a towel and come home a week before that, that comp in Zurich, I actually probably would be sitting here going, well, the you know how we planned the season would probably be slightly different. So yeah, very very glad I did end up staying in Zurich. <laughs> Good stuff. So two thirty three, uh, you've jumped two thirty four indoors, two thirty seven won gold at the last Olympics. You reckon you can jump two thirty seven this year? I think all the pieces are there. I think that, um, you know, we haven't put them together yet, but that's, that's going to be the goal over the next six months. And I think that, you know, if, if we can put those pieces together um, as a team and if I can 
you know, really work on the things that, that, are, that are lacking, you know, my, my focus and my big comp mindset and just being able to deal with that pressure, then absolutely, I think that there's definitely a 237 or even higher in my legs. Outstanding. Always love chatting to you, Hamish. Thanks for taking the time. All the best in Whanganui and for the uh, the very exciting year you've got ahead. Hope we get the chance to catch up before uh, before Paris rolls around. Awesome, mate. Thanks for having me on. No, thanks for joining us, Hamish. Hamish Kerr there. Uh, he's uh, one of the main attractions at the Cook's Classic in Whanganui. Uh, one of the others is Sam Tanner, who's taking part in the New Zealand Mile Championships, which is one of the uh, one of the feature events of the Cook's Classic. I've been for more from Weekend Sport with Jason Pine, listen live to News Talk ZB weekends from midday or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.